Fantastic. Take it. Take it. You sound nice and clear. Sound good. Sound good. Good. Yeah, you do now too, actually. You 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 do. You know. Yeah. Wonderful. Good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, is it good but, to be back in LA? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, the the time change is a little goofy. You know, because you're eight hours ahead of me, and I was right there with yeah. you. I was eight hours ahead, and I made a quick trip there, and back, bang, bang, boom. You know, and uh, yeah. so the time, the time, uh, you know, the time changes kind of crazy. Eight hours, you know. It is weird so. adjusting, isn't it? Like that big time difference. Yeah. 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 It really, it really uh, is. Uh, but I was saying. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Go on, darling. I was just saying that the, you know, uh, but as we were saying yesterday in our brief. Show before the technical mishap um, in the time slot, but the um, I was saying yesterday I just love London. I'm looking forward to going back again in, uh, in March sometime. I'll let you know when, but yeah. and hopefully we'll I'm be sure together London this time around. I'm sure London loves you back. I'm sure yeah, London thank loves you. Back. <laughs> the people there, the people there are very, very cool. Very, very cool. And what do you call them? Always Londoners? nice to hear. Yeah, you we call, call them Londoners. Because, yeah. Obviously, I'm not a Londoner because I'm I'm not in London, but. Uh, you're in Chesterfield, I'm, just a, I'm just a British chick, you know. <laughs> you're British. I like that. I like British chick. chick. That sounds hot. British that sounds good. I like a British chick. I've always wanted to date a British chick. I've always wanted to date a British chick. You married one, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I did indeed. I did indeed. We didn't even date. We just got married. The hell's dating? I love. Yeah, I'm straight. Maybe that sounds like a movie. Oh my god, that could be my a movie. My goodness. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That could be a movie. <laughs> Get a script. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we have, we have we have guests joining us on our show a little later. We're going to talk about a movie called uh, Endless Love. Age, excuse me, not Endless uh, Love. That's, I like that though. Ageless Love. Ageless Love. So and it's a, that thing going around in all riches in my head all day, and I be ageless love. What's that again? You just broke yeah. up again. So, yes, they, you just broke up again. I'm sorry. What's that again? That's okay. I've been literally going yeah. around with Lionel Richie's song in my head all day, and I've been going around singing, my ageless love, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it's funny you mentioned that. That was, that was hilarious. So yeah. in tune again, Andy. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Do you hear me? Oh, yes. did it break I up heard. again? Yes. yes. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're back. We're fine. We're, excuse us, folks. Excuse, we're talk, I'm in the what? USA. Amanda is in the UK. We've never met. We've been doing, this is show number 485. We have over 600 shows total, including the re, the re, you know, broadcasts of the weekend shows and so forth. But uh, 485 programs of Coast to Coast, the Andy and Amanda show here. Join us. You dial 515-605-9888. Anywhere you can pick up a phone and do that. You can also send us an email at the Andy and Amanda show at gmail.com. We'll send you a link to get on the show. And I believe you can go to Block Talk Radio forward slash Andy and Amanda show, and you could click a button right there to join us via the internet if you have a headset and speakers. I believe that'll work on that, or it might be up already. I haven't checked, but I know that's supposed to happen. So, yeah, and you can get you can join the show today. It'd be great to have anybody on who wants to comment about anything that happened to be on your mind or in somebody else's mind, somebody else's mind that you agree or don't agree with. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs coming up on Sunday. What a great game that's going to be. We have for the first time in history. Two black quarterbacks going at it on opposite sides of the line of scrimmage. We have, uh, we have, uh, who do we have? I was going to say Randall Cunningham. I'm dating myself. That goes back to the 80s. Uh, we have uh, Jalen Hurts for the Philadelphia Eagles, and of course Patrick Mahomes on the Kansas City Chiefs. Two outstanding players creating an outstanding game for Sunday's matchup, I believe. And also for the very first time in history, we have two brothers 
going at it, um, and that's going to be um, the Kelseys, uh, Philadelphia Eagles center, Jason Kelsey, uh, going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And his brother, Kelsey, I forget his first name, is going is a fantastic tight end on the Kansas City Chiefs. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame, too, on opposite sides of the line, facing up against each other. And that, and oh, I, I don't want to be the parents, because your the parents are going to be there. And you got to wonder... What you a know, situation. I guess they, they win either way, you know, but one son's going to yeah. win, one son's going to lose, you know. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully um, uh, our, our Eagles win. Um, we'll see what happens, you know. We hope, we hope they win. I wish them all the best. Yes, thank you. Thank you. It's going to be a good game. <laughs> it goes on at, uh, you know what time it goes on? Five, six, midnight uh, no, your sorry. time. My right, I think it goes on at midnight oh. your time. Is that right? That's unbelievable. Super, but it will be broadcast in the U.K. Oh, yeah. fantastic! Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, I was going to say. I forget what I was going to yeah. say. Totally forget what oh. I was going to say. I told you, memories are shrinking as the audience. You're breaking up again. Yeah, because you're, you're breaking up again, sweetie. I don't know what it is. I sit and sort that out. You're definitely, you're, now you're breaking up a lot. You, a lot. I don't know what okay. it is. Okay. One thing, darling. All right. All right. Let me make some adjustments. All right. I'm here. La, 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 la. I'm thinking about you, sweetie. Mm. Yeah, as I was saying, that would make a great movie when you have like two, let's say two radio, like us, a movie about us. You have two uh, radio co-hosts thousands of miles away who never dated and they've never met and they just decided to get married. That could be kind of cool. That could be a cool, that could be a cool movie. You know, the, the movie would just start, you know, they put this radio show together, and of course, probably more sophisticated than, than our show is, with producers and people behind the scenes and all this kind of thing. <laughs> and um, yeah. but we do have, we do have people behind the scenes. We can't forget about Cornell. You know, of course, who introduced oh, us and put this thing together. And we and also our our fabulous guest who's been on stepped in for us every once in a while, uh, who's a number one country star in country radio. Uh, his name is Kevin Michaels, and he's been on quite a bit. You know, and comes in and helps us out with music yeah. and co-hosts and does all this cool stuff. You know. Yeah. And uh, who else is behind the scenes? Um, you know, uh, all the news media, all the news media. Oh, we forget about the uh, they call the um. The sinkers. The sinkers. <laughs> no, I wasn't actually thinking of that. <laughs> but now I have a whole other image in my mind, Andy. Thank you. <laughs> oh no! I was thinking of you know um, the little people like of Wizard of Oz or the ones. The wee um, people. We represent the lollipop kill. The what? Yeah, the lollipop kids. Yeah. yeah, those ones. The wee people. The wee people. <laughs> yeah, we got yes. a few of those behind the scenes. Yeah. Yes. Hey, okay. listen. I want to get to something real quick before I forget. 
Um, okay. The January jobs report, 2023, was supposed to be about 117,000 created jobs in the United States, right? And you've right. got Donald Trump a few years back saying he had the greatest economy in the world ever in the United States, all because of him. And, of course, you know he's the greatest e- economist in the world and, of course, knows more about battles than generals do and so forth and, and foreign relations and everything else. He's the greatest mm. president that ever lived. Um, yeah. Uh, some say Lincoln, some say beyond, as we've heard him say on the show. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, so I'm going to play the facts behind knowing that, the, you know, the job report was supposedly 117,000 for January and Biden's ruining the economy and everything's going horrible and things are, you know, down the tubes and forget America and bring back Donald Trump. Here we yeah. go. It was supposed yeah. to be uh, like 118,000 jobs. 517,000 new jobs in January. Unemployment rate 3.4%. Hasn't been that low since May 1969, 53 years ago. This is a stronger economy uh, than Trump had when he said that he had the strongest economy in the history of the world. This is doing better. We'll go ahead and bring on the Republicans telling me that Biden destroyed the economy, destroyed the country, that we're living in the, the rubble of the United States of America. Y'all live in fucking fantasy land. Let me tell you what's coming because of these numbers. These numbers are so fucking good. The culture war bullshit that's about to explode on right-wing media. We've never, we haven't seen anything like it. If you thought CRT was bad, uh, if you thought liberals are going to take your gas stoves away is bad, if you thought Xbox is woke because they have a power-saving button was bad. You got. You have no idea what's coming because of this. When the economy is this good under Democrats, the right-wing trolls will make shit up that you would not believe to scare their base, to distract them from numbers like this. All they can do to make you afraid, to distract you, to make you forget the fact that the economy always does better under Democrats. Well, thank you for that information. Appreciate it. Wow. Always appreciate it, man. Five one five six zero five nine eight 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 is a number that you can get in and call, comment, whatever you like to talk about, agree, disagree, whatever it might be, and um, we'd love to hear from you. And you know what? I'm, what I'm going to do uh, real quick here, if I can find this, uh, you know, because um, we're still trying to figure out. Um, hold on a minute. What's going on here? Trying to figure out our lives, Sam. Yeah, oh. Wait, did you just use the plastic? Yeah, I just had, I'm sorry. I, I tried. Couldn't read. Oh. Uh, yeah. Anyway, hello, you all. Yeah. I'm back. Hope you got uh, all right. freshener. Yeah. Uh, yes. Welcome back. <laughs> now, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I was, uh, God, what was I going to say before? I was going to say, um, I was going to, I was going to compliment you. You know, and oh. what a great job you're doing here, you know. Would you rather practice or have natural talent? I said, the best is both, right? But she's got a great natural talent. A great natural she talent. Does. I agree. Thank you. You heard wow, it from the Wow, thank you, that's, that, Thank that's, you. Um, what a compliment. Thanks. <laughs> what did I do to deserve that one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, now it's like, uh, well, I don't know, but... Um... Yes. Uh, I was going to... Um, I forget what I was going to I was going to tell you something. I forget. We talked about Super Bowl, which is terrific. Oh, you know, um, the uh, the you know the earthquake. They had a horrible earthquake over in, in Turkey, and uh, the yeah. um, 
death toll was uh, 2,200 and 3,000, 5,000, yeah. now they're saying 7,000, 7,000 people in earthquake. It's awful, isn't it? Like, my, my yeah. heart is breaking when I saw how it's, desperate those people are right now. It's just yeah. unbelievable. We, we've, we've had... Um, we we've had a um, big one. You know, we've had it was a big <laughs> one. Thank you. It really, yeah. Um, here in California, we've had earthquakes here. Uh, I I think I told you this a while back, but I remember one time I was sitting um, in the previous house I had here in right here Pasadena, and yeah. um, my daughter was in her room, and I'm out living in one like a big safe kind of lounge chair, you know, big lounge chair kind of thing. Yeah. And um, yeah. And the floorboard is a wood. Um, you know, wood, wood, what do you call it? Wood, wooden floor. You know, whatever. And um, and it started rolling like an ocean, like ocean rollers. Like all oh the my floor, goodness. all the floor panels were rolling, and then the was going side, like I'm on my sailboat. You know, up and down, up and down. And oh. then that stopped. And then it was like the movies. Then then you had the everything. You hear the glass and trying everything shaking, and then the thud, and it all stopped. And and my daughter oh my came out goodness. and said, "Dad, you hear that?" I'm like, uh, "Feel that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's spooky." And since we've had a couple more, but after a while, and I'm not from here. I'm from you know the, the great state of Pennsylvania, and yeah. um, um, uh, we don't get much of that there. But here in California, what I've learned is it's a part of the culture. You know, earthquake, yeah, an earthquake. You know, it's an earthquake. Yeah. Well, we don't really get much of that here either. I mean, we get tremors and things like that, and they can be quite powerful at times. And actually. It's a funny story. So <laughs> I had um, spent the night watching horror movies and I was exhausted. It was like two in the morning and went to bed. And I was woken up at four from my wooden, solid wooden bed was shaking huh. so bad. And I was panning around the room. I woke up in shock, right? I sat right in the bed and I'm looking around the room thinking, nothing else is moving. It's just the bed. Oh my God. There's like a poltergeist in here or a demon. <laughs> you know, your mind plays from just being woken up. I freaked out. I literally called my parents at this point. I was like, oh, my God, my bed is shaking. I didn't know what to do. And they said, calm oh. down. It's just a tremor. <laughs> what? Oh. You know? Because oh. um, I was living on my own um, by myself out in the middle of the country. It was just like, my God. It was just, uh, yeah, it was a frightening experience after watching all those horror movies. And it was just a tremor. I felt so silly. Spooky. We're going yeah. to um, – we have some special guests joining us in just a minute. We're going to be talking about movies and film and, and actors and be, what goes on behind the scenes. We've touched on this with other films and folks we've had and in introducing what their projects. We've got a really phenomenal, phenomenal uh, 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 cast coming on. The two major stars of this movie called Ages Loves are going to be joining us in a minute. And talking about films yesterday or wherever it was, Friday, I forget, yesterday, I guess, uh, we talked about um, – the remake uh, underway now of uh, of uh, a few good men, and uh, they uh, took out. You know, Jack Nicholson uh, couldn't uh, couldn't uh, do a remake, nor would you want him to be in a remake of the film. So they they picked. Um, uh, looking here at the credits, uh, they they put uh, what's this guy Donald J. Trump in to play Colonel Jessup, and I have a clip. Uh, I'm going to play a clip of that film. And then we're going to bring our special guests on and talk about some other things. It's going to be a lot of fun. Don't go anywhere. And let's just take a listen to this and, uh, and tell me what you think. It's uh, kind of cool. What I heard, I thought, that's kind of a neat idea. But uh, here's a preview of the film oh. that uh, I can't wait to see. <laughs> this should be fun. Hmm. Great movie so far. Thank you. 
Anyway. <laughs> it was called Silent so Night. Being, yeah, we'll have to wait. I'll get it later. Um, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's there. It's 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 all I want to do is yet. this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have. Fellas, I need 11,000 votes. Give me a break. Mm. Okay, that wasn't what we were talking about, but anyway, oh, let's just okay. get, we'll get back to that. We will. We're going to play that. We have it. We're going to get back to it. Um, I've just given all these hand signals. Okay, um, we're going to now, let's see if we can see the magic. Let's see if everything's working good today. I think, we, I think we're on a good, I think we're doing well today. I think we have with us Nicholas Rodolfo and Elizabeth Capo Nero, right? Both with us here today, I believe. Elizabeth, are you on? I think. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I'm on. Hey! And, and, and Nick, are you with us? Do we hit the right buttons? I'm here. I'm just waiting for everybody to cheer for Beth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, let's applaud both of you. Woo! Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> Please, I'm watching. Such a great, such a great co-star. Thank you. Thank, you. thank you guys for having us. Oh, you're we, so We've welcome. had some... Uh, Susan, I want to thank you for hanging in there with us. We're, we're talking. Uh, Amanda and I are uh, just about eight thousand miles away, and we've we've never met, and uh, we've been doing the show for um, going on three years. Yeah, we're four hundred eighty-five episodes, wow. and had have a whole wow. bunch of guests, special guests, including <laughs> yourselves, that have joined us from the world of music and film and entertainment and television and 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 and, and you name it. We the politicians, you know, it's been. Quite a ride. It's been a fun ride. It's been a fun ride. been a fun yeah. ride. And we Aww. want to thank you for joining us. So let's get right to it and tell us about your film, which I happen to catch the trailer. I think that's all I can see as of right now. And you'll tell us about when, where one can see this movie or when it's going to be out and where. Uh, it's called Aegis Love. And let me just tell our listeners real briefly. It's about a woman who, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's about a woman who's uh, 40. She's got a bunch of kids, uh, like five kids, who... <laughs> Uh, meets uh, somebody who's in their 20s, and you could be more specific, and they develop this incredible affair, and you go behind the scenes and see the relationship between the guy and his parents and the woman and the kids and the whole thing, and it's an amazing story, and it's based on a true story. And uh, without further ado, let's turn it over to you guys and tell us about that movie and how you guys got into it and you know your acting career and you know the, the trailer. From what I saw, you guys both do an amazing job. I mean, you guys are really both phenomenally talented actors. Really, Absolutely. I mean that. Absolutely. Thank oh, you. Guys so thank much you. Well, Nick, I will let you explain. I just wanted to clear something up. Being being the woman in this uh, film, when the two met, uh, Yale was twenty two right out of college, and Nina was 36. And then, oh. spoiler alert, when they actually get married, um, Yale is 24 and Nina is 38. So there's a 14-year gotcha. age gap. And, yes, she there, was yeah. with five children. So Nick can take it from there, but that's the age oh. gap is yeah. pretty incredible. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, no, it, it is. Um but yeah, no, that that essentially is is the premise of the story. The beautiful thing is that it it's based off of a true one, right? So, I mean, there's yeah. so there's so so little um opportunity uh, there's there's not much for people to play real life characters, whether that be at at a level of uh Golden Globe Academy Award films or if it's low budget independent films. Um 
And so the story, yeah, I mean, you, you, you pretty much hit it spot on. It's about this young guy who, who works for Boeing, uh, Yale, Yale Schwartz. He is straight out of college and from a rather traditional household in the 1960s. His parents were not overjoyed to hear that he eventually <laughs> met this woman through his aunt, Shirley. Um, uh-huh. Shirley is, a, is an absolute pip played by Val McAdoo. Yeah. Um, they, she, she was also a producer yeah, she, on the she, film. She, um, and she's been on the show. She's been on our show. Yeah, she has been. Val. They, we like Val. Pete, Pete Pastiglione and Val both um, both asked me to say hello to you both as well. So I'll, oh, I'll put wonderful. that out there now. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, um, but, but, yeah, so that, I mean, and the parents aren't really excited. Uh, Yale's parents are not excited that Yale is about to go on this journey with this woman who is m- much older than him and has five children. I mean, hey, I, I, hey. I'm sure my <laughs> listen, no, no. I mean, Come you, on you now. couldn't, you, you, you couldn't, you couldn't tell with Beth. I mean, I mean, she's, she's uh-huh. lovely. I, I mean, definitely. Well, I, I mean, I listen, that was one of our, that was one of our concerns. And one of our concerns was, you know, we want to make sure that this is believable, this age difference. Um, mm-hmm. And because I mean, uh, they, Nat, I mean, we were close to the ages that that Yale and Nina were at the time when we were cast. But of course, yeah. there's going to be some 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 concern there. I mean, Beth could probably talk more about that. I, I don't want to keep rambling here. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. I I honestly no. You did a great job. It it was so touching because I think we were both we both feel really blessed to have been um, given these roles because it being a true story never were did we have the experience where the man who wrote it, he's the actual narrator, he's dying. Like how this movie came about is Yale Schwartz was actually diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Um, out of nowhere. He was, he was given about three months to live. Um, and they mm. told him, and he had no idea. He was healthy as a horse. He had a mini stroke one day. And when he went in to get checked for why that happened, they said, well, yeah. you know, you have stage four pancreatic cancer. So um, with that, you know, death sentence, unfortunately, his, his daughter, Mona asked him, well, dad, what do you want to do with your last, Hmm. with the rest of your life? And he said, I want to make the movie about me and your mom. Like I finally want to make it into a film because he had written it Hmm. years before and he had performed it as a one man stage play. It actually became like a therapy of how he got over Nina. Yeah. Cause he, he never got over. She obviously died before him and, he never yeah. got over her death, so he, he basically oh. used this to be his therapy about this show. So he wanted to take his life savings and make this film. And so we filmed a lot of it in his actual house. He never changed it mm-hmm. from when Nina died, so it was very dated. So it oh. just felt very, like they were there always. I mean, it was, and Yale was very critical. Yeah, Yale was with us every step of the way. And on day one, he was like, yes. you two better really work on your chemistry because we were madly in love with each other. And you two right. need yeah. to really get it together. So, like, and we had, we had a how lot many days? I mean, no, 12 I'm days, sorry, keep literally. going. I'm yeah, no, absolutely. Hmm. Jump in because like 12 days total to film, but this day one were some of the most intense and intimate scenes. So like to not know each other, yeah. we had no read through, we had no practice, we had no anything. And it was both of our first films. So like to have that <gasps> wow. practice, Yale was, di- yeah, really? Yale was dying. Yes. yes. And Yale was dying. So we had that time limit that we were working with because when he gave the film to director Joshua Coates, it was with the stipulation that he had to see a first cut before he died. So like there was so yes. much pressure to Holy get smokes. it done, get yes. it shot. Yeah. What a yeah. And he story. Wanted... Is that as a whole oh, new know. dimension to this thing? 
Yeah, Whoa, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. He wow. wanted, I'm blown so, away. Well, wow. let, me, let me go back a little bit. So, so this film was, was both of your first major appearances in a film for both of you? Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. And I yeah. just want to say, Nick, Nick was only 19. Like, I, I would oh love goodness, you guys yeah. to see this film. Nick was only 19 years old, so kudos to him because he plays – I mean, this movie is like – he's Yale, so it's his story. He really, really brings it to life, and, you know, that's a huge responsibility for such a young – actor and he did a really great job with it so i just want to so and you had some pretty, that out there. pretty <laughs> intimate scenes as well in this thing um in this movie in the film as as it progresses and and yes. that, you know that's wow that's you know so I'm, married in real, I'm married i'm married in real life and i have two little kids so for me i just had my <laughs> second baby and that was like wow. very difficult i had never wow uh, yeah, i had never i had i left my eight month old and my two-year-old at home to go on the set for like 15 hours um, and wear a bathing Holy suit. Shit. That's the one thing. I mean, if everyone can give me wow, some grace there, I'm you. like, I my second baby. But, um, yeah, <laughs> so it was just different challenges we had to overcome. But, yeah, I think the uh, intimacy part uh, was hard to get over at first for me. That is I tough. I, I, yeah, so many people, yeah, don't tough. they? I mean, sorry, sorry, Andy, apologies. No, I, I was just like, saying, I, I just, we, we, I've told this uh, before. You know, I remember, I think it was long, we were talking about intimate scenes in movies, and I – done some acting work out here in L.A. and, and some TV shows and movies. And uh, I was part of this group, acting group, that uh, directors, uh, they had this, I don't know, I think they were graduates of UCLA drama school, whatever. Mm. And they had uh, this quarterly meeting of all these directors that they recreate a scene of a movie that was done a while ago, how they would have done the scene if they directed it. And so I got a call, and I've been doing you know, a couple TV shows here and there, and you know I kind of got you know I got an email, and hey, could you could you do this movie called uh, a scene in a movie called uh, Leaving Las Vegas? And I, I remember the movie, but I had no idea mm. what I thought about gambling or slot machines or something. I figured yeah, I could I'd go in, we'll have to do roll some dice or you know maybe play a couple of slot machines. I mean, how difficult can it be? So, so I, I yeah, I'll do it. I'll be glad to do it. I'll be, and, uh, and it paid a little bit. Well, it was the kind of thing you just do, you know, as an honor. Thank you. You'd be glad. And a few, let me look that up. And I found that I was playing the part of Ben, who was originally played by Nicolas Cage. And then I wow. um, went, went down to the studio to meet the casting director and the people rewriting it and all that. And we talked about the parts and all this and, and uh, how I envisioned it. I, you know, I play guitar for a living. I do the show. That's my main deal. You know what I mean? I'm acting. I, I don't know what the heck. But um, so the funny thing is that they uh, – um, they asked me, what's your, you know, what do you feel about the relationship between Sarah and Ben? And I'm like, well, she, I got some ideas now. She, now, our, uh, I, I think our, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, so they said, listen, do you, uh, do you have any plans for that? Can you hang around? And I'm like, I think so. Why? And, uh, because we have Sarah coming back for, um, you know, for the casting. And if, if you, if we do that today, then we don't have to have the callbacks. So we can do chemistry matches right now. And I didn't really know what a chemistry match was. You know, what's a chemistry match? I, I didn't. But, you know, I play guitar. Oh, so, uh, God. <laughs> and, and, and I said, and I said, and what they did is what, what I didn't know, then I, I got to step back a little. I didn't know. They said, we'll send you the sides, the side folks are like, and all that environment where, where the scenes take place. And uh, so we'll send them to you like tonight when I first got this thing. And it, it never came. This is typical. You know, the, day, the night before I get, you know, I get the sides. And then I realized there's this really intimate sex scene. Nick, Nick is dying, and he oh, has sex with my this, right? <laughs> and, and I am very, very modest. There's no way, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, 
so um, I, they said, you know, they asked if I could stick around. And, of course, my wife was waiting for me in the car because she needed the car that day. And I oh, said, I don't know how, what God. to do. I said, <laughs> yeah, I, I said, I said, let me go, let me go tell my ride. Uh, <laughs> so oh, let me get, let me see if it's okay with my ride. Oh, you know? my <laughs> I got to make sure I my ride. And then when I said, Sue, we got this chemistry thing happening. I'm not sure what it is. We got to mix a couple of things. I don't know, whatever, some kind of chemistry, something rather. So, um, little did I know that there was 12 Sarah's that, and I was on the couch <gasps> that it, Yes. Oh. So I'm like, Hollywood, Hollywood. Wow. Anyway, that was, yeah, so, so I can relate That's with what, what that is, you know. Um, so where was the film, uh, what was it your film made? Where was it filmed? Where was it done? In um, Wayne, yeah. Pennsylvania? Yeah. You know, like Wayne, the main line of Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Like wow. right out so like suburbs you, of Philly. Yeah. Are you guys both uh, Philadelphians, Pennsylvanians then? Or, yes? <laughs> you can't tell by the accent? I mean, I am. I have, I have like a very distinct, <laughs> I think, Philly accent. But Nick, if you can tell, Nick's got a uh, little bit more, more of a Jersey accent. A Joycey. I'm I'm from Joycey. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I I I have the uh, I I get the I, I get the rap of like Jersey Shore. You know, I'm kind of just no. I am from Jersey. I'm closer to New York. I'm about 45 minutes out of New York, so I do a lot of the oh, stuff cool. there in New York. So cool. Um, I might be getting a little bit of that New York accent, trying not to, but you know. Here we go. Very central yeah. Jersey, but we almost had a chemistry read too, and I I thank God that we didn't because. Like, honestly, Nick can attest to this. No, I just mean, like, no offense at all, but first day, I, they always tease, like, the director and Nick, like, that it was, like, trying to open up, like, a, a shell. Like, I was so closed off. I was, like, at home with my babies and my husband. I was, like, what do you mean I have to kiss this young boy who uh, I have a nephew the same age? This is so crazy. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. Sure, I'm going to talk. But then, you know, as we got to know each other and everything, it was so much easier and, like, you know. I do feel like we really become the characters, but that for me, I couldn't even like, we joke that so many times I look away and you think I'm nervous, like as the character, but in reality, I was also very nervous just being with someone wow. who wasn't my husband. It was very hard Jeez. for me to like let go. So, so did you, know. you go through like, you had to go through the audition process and the callback process to get these roles? I mean, was that a, was that a difficult? Uh... Um, uh, so surprisingly enough, I, I mean, so I kind of got, Audition by accident, right? I I got a mm -hmm. I, I submitted an application um or application of my resume to Josh and I'm sorry it was the producer Pete, I mean Pete mm -hmm. you know Pete so I submitted That'll my be, yeah. application mm -hmm. to Pete and yeah and mm -hmm. and I was the first one on the day first day first one and that's usually I mean it it spans across across the web sometimes it's a good thing to some actors sometimes it's not to be the first of the day because you're easily mm -hmm. forgettable after mm -hmm. I don't know say maybe maybe at times a couple hundred people if you're up at a high level of thousands you know so um it, it was it was it was a little nerve-wracking but it just so happened that um I had to take my my cousin to for a knee surgery at the University of Pennsylvania and I wasn't 100% sure I was going to take the role it was all the way out in Philly and again I'm in Jersey so it was at this this kind of like um closed off little studio um little acting class where they held auditions it was just like the perfect place to do it it was really isolated from the loud noise um and I, I was just like, this looks kind too. of, I just wanted to yeah, yeah, 
Wow. Sorry, I just want to add um, two hours away. Jersey's like right over the bridge. He's like two hour away. Yes. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah. I'm. I'm. No. 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 Mm. It's true. Um. So anyway, no. I. I went in. Um. I went in and I auditioned and and I and I I got the gist of it and and Josh was fantastic. Josh Coates was brilliant. I walked in and he he mm. you know got up and gave me a hug and I I've never experienced wow. that. I've only been acting mm. for four years, but I've never experienced really? that from a director before. Yeah. So. Anyway, it, um, time went on a couple of days and he ends up calling me and says, Hey, listen, you know, we want to have you in for a chemistry read. And that's great. But you know, as actors, we get very <laughs> used to getting right to the finish line and then being told that it's a couple thousand feet, um, further, you know? So, um, wow. you just kind of like take it, take it with a grain of salt, getting another audition. So anyway, um, that night on that same day that he called me and said, maybe later in the week, we'll have you come in for a chemistry read that night. I was playing soccer with a couple of buddies and I get a phone call from Josh and he says, Yale chose you for the role and wants wow. you to play him, which was an absolute honor. Oh my God. Yeah. I was, I was flipping out because again, this was my first flipped. film as well. Oh my God. God. I, 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 first thing I, it's like, Oh my. So, and even to this day, yeah. reliving it, I have goosebumps. So, that was my process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And and Nick is literally he's six two and Yale was six two, blue eyes, like so many things. Their birthdays are a day apart. Like yeah. it is so Very, weird wow. how Very. much they match up, but it, it is like really scary how we all ended up on this project because um, same yeah. thing. I was the exact same age that Nina was. I I had a very different mm. process where Josh saw my my um like profile and was like, oh she's Nina. Like she's this is the girl. He thought I matched just her look, yeah. her just her energy. And he was like, I just had this feeling about your picture that like you were it. And um, sure enough, sorry, they're hugging and you. kissing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, so, so they call me in for a read, but this director keeps emailing me, and I'm like, is this a joke? Like, come in to read for a lead in a feature film? Like, I had stepped away from yeah. acting to have my, my babies, right? And I was like, mm. no, like, this is a joke. There's no way. So I didn't even believe it. And then I get this. I just respond after, like, three different attempts of them contacting me, and I was like, um, hi, because I wasn't thinking about going back to acting until, like, I'd just done commercials and stuff, but, like, until after mm-hmm. my son was at least one, right? So I, he was only eight mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. I was like, what, you know, and I finally said, you know, is this for real? They they tried to make, like, you know, come at the end. I think we can fit in at the very end if you, if you mm-hmm. want to come. So I'm still on the fence about it if I'm even going to go. And sure enough, that night before the audition, my aunt, my mom's only sister, passes away suddenly. Uh, the day oh, of the audition, no. so I go to my mom's oh, house. Yeah, no. I go to, I go to my mom's house, and I'm like, I'm not going to this audition. My aunt just passed away. My sisters are all there, and I just yeah, end up mentioning yeah. to them that I got asked to come in to read for this role, and they were like, Well, Beth, you've got to go. Like, you have to go do this. Mm. And I was like, No, I'm I'm not. I'm like not dressed for it. I'm in like jeans and a t-shirt. I'm like, No, I I want to be here with mom. And they're like, You got to go. But so I'm like, I don't even know if this is real. So they're like, Well, take a, your sister with you. So I take one of my sisters in case this oh. is like not legitimate and sure enough I was like oh my god this is real all these there's girls there in like 1960s get like dresses like the poofy dresses there's guys in suits I was like oh my god this is real and I am not prepared I'm in jeans and a t-shirt this is insane um so I thought there's no way I'm getting this part I'm seeing girls like in pearl necklaces just like reading and reading and reading their lines waiting to go in and I'm like 
uh-oh, like I messed up. Mm. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. And I go in and same yeah. thing, Josh just welcomed me. And he's like, Beth, I've been waiting for you all day. They called me Elizabeth, but like Beth is my nickname. So yeah, they're like, we've been waiting uh-huh. for you all day. And they, I just read and same thing. He said, we're going to call you back in for a chemistry read. And then instead I got a call saying, instead he showed the footage to Yale, let Yale pick uh-huh. the two main characters and we're just going to have you guys. Um, wow. You know? so was Yale. And, and I was like, okay. <laughs> So if you yeah, yeah. seeing everything and being in the house, the actual house, and mm-hmm. knowing that this was a, a true story, did you guys feel changed by playing the roles that you were? Did you walk away finding that it, it kind of had an effect on you in some way? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I my goodness. Say, um, I mean, you played him. Remember, there was one day where we thought he died. Do you remember? Like, we literally walked in. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Nick, for God, sure, yeah. share. He was he was like completely asleep. He used to sleep on a cot in the living room because he's on hospice at this point. So any wow. day he could have gone. Gosh. And we walked in and they they were like, yeah, this morning the, the crew thought that he was dead because his mouth was wide open and his eyes were closed <gasps> and they just thought he was oh, gone. No. Yeah. And um, but Nick, you you especially tell your story about Yale because like he used to coach you specifically because you played him. I mean, there's yeah. that beautiful picture of you talking to him in his wheelchair and you know. All the advice you gave Sure, you. sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, na- naturally, naturally, right, there's a pressure. There's an, yeah. a, it, it feels insurmountable. Um, but upon meeting Yale first, uh, you, you, you kind of, there's, there's this excessive need to want to thank for the opportunity as an actor, right? You always yeah. want to thank. Mm-hmm. And for yeah. this being the, a person that chose me to play him, um, uh, weeks from, no from <laughs> his life yeah. on earth, not yeah, not continuing. It, it, it's just that's those were that was the 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 commentary that went on in my mind. Um, yeah. So we we it, it's very it, it's we spoke often enough. Um, I didn't want to get overloaded with how he believed he was, only because mm-hmm. if if you had somebody asking you. How do you drink water? How do you love? How do you yeah. how do you that? You you it's, yeah. it's a type of introspectivity that is just it's almost it's it's sacred. So I just did my part in listening to how he spoke to Beth, how he spoke to Josh, and more importantly how he spoke mm-hmm. about Nina, right? Because it's right. about their story. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I yeah. didn't have Beth Beth had a believe it or not, I believe I mean Beth, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Yale and Beth had a stronger connection than Yale and I did because our our mm-hmm. relationship, Yale and I, it was more of a, I'm going to add this comment here, and hopefully you're <laughs> listening, Nick. And yeah. I, and that was my job. Yeah. So and again, yeah. we had limited time, but but it was and but I'm sorry to your question. Yes, of course we walked away differently. I mean, you you just you come away with a new hope and and perspective on love. I know it yeah. sounds cliche, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's something no, to be said about the cliches, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, he would tell us stories after we wrapped every single night, just go on and on about family stories about him and her and just how they were. And they were just like newlyweds the entire time they were together, which is so incredible to me because wow. I'm thinking, like god five kids yeah. at home like I can't imagine that they had that they were just like they couldn't keep their hands off of each other and he said no matter film what's really important to me as like my dying wish is that people believe the love like I really want to show the Aww. love that we had for each other so if you guys get nothing else right like I want to really 
make people yeah. feel something from the film. And I really do think that came through. And I felt like, you know, playing his muse in a sense was like, I remember the first day them being like, oh, she doesn't have mommy's body. Yeah, she doesn't have mommy's body. And I would be like, oh, God. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, uh, and then my dancing, then, my dancing as well. was another Yeah, thing. Nick's dancing. He was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> Josh, but I was a damn good dancer. Like this kid. Oh, like, man, yeah. oh. Let me, let me real quick, so let me real quick interrupt. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta tell, scary. I gotta tell you this real quick. So I, I, <laughs> It's a long story in my mind, but it was very short in the moment I was doing it. So Death and I had a dancing scene that we had to do. We did the jitterbug. Um, I have dancing. absolutely, any, anyone listening here who has any connection that's going to maybe benefit me in the future is going to say, is going to blog off because I am a terrible yeah. dancer. You know, well, theater no, goes out not. the window. And no, 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 He's no. I, I truly am. <laughs> and, and I was, I mean, we, we had to dance, right? We had to convincingly portray um, these characters and dancing was a part they were of like that. They danced a lot. Yeah, they used to like yes. dance and compete and stuff. They were very yes. good dancers. So yeah. we were dancing in one scene, and it was after a really long day. It was uh, the hours were strenuous at that time, and um, mm-hmm. I was dancing with Beth, and I just couldn't get the steps down. I just couldn't get the steps down. <laughs> and Yale's watching from the other room, and he looks at us, and then Josh calls cut, and and he and Yale goes, Josh. And Josh, Josh is like, oh, God, you know. And, and, and then Yell goes, the whole room's quiet. Yell goes, I hate to say this, but I was a damn good dancer. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, God. No. Nick so, even said, he was like, does someone else want to dance for me? Pete, you want to dance, oh, dance for me? He felt so Yeah, I, we, I were like, like, no. we were trying to Nick cut to other to people's feet. It's like, oh, no. Feet. So it was yeah. terrible. No, we, we, we pulled like, no, it off. Oh, no, but on the flip Dave. side of that, Yale, we went from that to Yale saying, um, to Yale crying on what was it day two maybe day two day three yeah, yeah. crying during a scene where Josh had to stop because he thought something was wrong with him he's in the other room and he's just like sobbing and he's like oh god I gotta go check oh, and make god. sure he's okay oh, and god. he checked on god. him and he literally started crying because he said the way that you two are with each other I swore for a second my wife was back with me because the way we would oh, improv and I would like give Nick a oh. hard time like uh you know I would like joke with him and like um it's just kind of their way, how they were. Like, she would tease him type thing, like, about winning all the time at cards. And he hears us playing cards and just kind of joking with each other. And he's like, for a minute there, I really felt like my wife was back here with me. He's like, you don't understand because you guys weren't alive at this time. But how yeah. you are right now in this scene is exactly how we were as a couple. Oh, like, you guys incredible. just nailed it. And he's like, and I, he was just overcome with emotion. And he was like, Beth, Nick, I need you guys to come in and hear this. And he told us and was like, how amazing. If that isn't the best compliment you oh can get from gosh. somebody. Yeah, it was mm. amazing. So let me ask you this. First of all, folks, we were, we were talking about the film um, Age of Love. And uh, our, our lead actors, uh, Beth and Nick, are with us uh, on, uh, today on our show. Uh, can you tell us where one might uh, be able to find or look at this film. I want to. I want to let everybody know where they can see it, when they can see it. It's out yeah. today, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's out today. Yeah, it's on Apple TV. It's Amazon, Directv, Verizon, Comcast, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. everywhere. Vudu, um, all over Great. the place. You can get a DVD. You can. Um, it's on Select Airlines too. It actually got picked up for Select um, Airlines. So terrific. Might be able to catch it. <laughs> terrific. Yeah. We have in, with in this the also. In Canada though. Sorry, Amanda. U.S. and Canada. Gotcha. <laughs> no, no, no. We have uh, <laughs> Cornell. Cornell, are you, are you with us, Cornell? I think Cornell's here. I'm um, right here, guys. How y'all doing? Hey, Hi, Cornell. Cornell. 
What's up? Mm-hmm. How you doing? How's everybody? The matchmaker, how yes, are you? Yes, I've been show. talking to you. Thank you for having us. Appreciate you. Oh, definitely, up. man. It's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure to <laughs> really hear. You know, I was listening, man. Y'all sound great, man. Y'all sound great. You know, I'll, oh, thank you. I'll tell you what else is terrific. You're welcome. I'm, I'm a... I'm a Philly, uh, Philly born and raised. Um, I'm loving life in California, and LA, and, and 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 I would not live anywhere else. But uh, I do love Philly and get back there to visit and so forth and, and play music there. But the um, the great thing also about this is is what's going on in Philadelphia in terms of media and film and productions, and it's it's great to see. Um, there's a, a incredible talent pool there. Um, yeah, that goes far beyond yeah. goes far beyond ro- Rocky, um, and uh, <laughs> it's so good to see. You know, it's for it's, sure. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, it it really is. We've had some others we talked about earlier. Uh, you know, you guys know um, uh, Michelle, I guess. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, Nick. Um, you know, Nick was in Game Day. Her movie I was game in day. Game Day. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you guys got yeah. to see Game Day, but I played Marco oh, Forte. Amazing. I was the guy with the with yeah. the long hair. Yeah. My hair was long yeah. at the time. Yeah. That was that was that was that as well. <laughs> I, I, yes, I want your autographs. No, listen, no, that, no, please, right? I, I, <laughs> that, that's really yeah. true. You know, I, I remember one. I, I did a uh, I, I produced a uh, pilot show, which is still kind of somewhere 167 film clips later. Um, I was doing a real quick. I was doing um, in 2013 and 14. I was doing some acting work out in LA, and I was in a pilot of a TV show. At that time, was was going to be shopped to Bravo, and I don't know where it is, or if it's still on, but it's called Silicon Valley, and um, and it was cool. You know, I got I was in the pilot, and they they didn't bring me back for anything else. But hey, I'll take the pilot. But anyway, um, oh, yeah. The while I was in the pilot, and and there was four of us actors, and they were putting the cameras on trucks. Like, there must have been eighty, ninety, you know, the tremendous amount of people behind the scenes. And uh, I started thinking, I mean, you know, when, you, when you sit down and you watch a TV show or a movie, you see a group of actors or whatever, you don't see what's going on behind the camera. And it's just an amazing amount of people with various uh, fields of expertise. And um, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, you know, as they're resetting the set or whatever, readjusting the cameras, um, that 70, 80% of what you see on TV, in my own opinion nowadays, is crap. I mean, there's so much junk out there. It's hard to believe that people yeah. write their checks for half yeah. this stuff, right? Yeah. So I started Amen. thinking, and, and I was getting, and I got a good paycheck for doing what I was doing. You know, I, I did that. I was in New Girl and American Horror Story and a bunch of things. And, you know, I just got these gigs oh, wow. and yeah. had an agent here. And it was all cool. And um, my main thing is guitar, and I did this stuff just as whatever, you know. And so I was sitting here looking at all the people behind the cameras with all the junk that's on TV, thinking to myself that all these people got to be on this page to do this together that are getting paid to be in this profession. The cameras are faced the wrong way. You know, how, you know, for people wow. watching what a TV, beautiful, wouldn't, it be, way great, to say that? wouldn't yeah. it be great to, to do an episodic that explores the lives of these people who put, who get to put wow. all these shows together and to be in these shows. So I came up with a concept called casting, and it was going to be initially about uh, a guy and a girl who meet at the extras, uh, central casting, if you know what that is back here in L.A. It's all the, yes. a lot of the uh, people that come to L.A. and they stand in line and they get one job in the background or, or what people call extras, but it's actually called background. So um, – and then I went to Philly, and I forget what for, but my agent here said, Andy, you in Philly, if you're going to be there for a while, and I was there for a little while, and they said, there's a film coming to town, and they need some folks, and we got a couple things for you to do, 
uh, if you can hang around, it's a uh, it's a Rocky sequel called Creed. And I asked mm-hmm. Water, what the heck? So I got to do Creed. That was like a winter gig, practically. It was several weeks, however long it was. It was a good paycheck, and I did it. And I had wow. some background roles and some minor speaking roles. I was a friend of the guy from wow. from the, uh, from you know. It was, it was kind of cool. But what I realized is that's there amazing. There. there were some days there where they had a thousand background actors, uh, background people. Yeah. We're gonna call them extras. Yeah. Background. For the crowds. And, the crowds, and they had sure. this, Yeah, and they had this great big soundstage in Delaware County somewhere. Huge. Sound stage, and, and there's a great big green screen. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and a great big green screen, and and the, the the rocky boxing ring, so to speak, was in the middle, and the scene is supposed to take place in the summer, no, in the in the winter, in the winter in um, uh, Liverpool, uh, England, right? And they put a thousand people in this green screen and what they make the movie, they take the green screen and replace everything with all the people with thousands and thousands of people in this great big arena in um, Liverpool. And they, uh, unlike LA, you know, when they shoot a scene and anybody's not in that scene or anything to do with it, they put them in base camp and put them somewhere else and just work with here. They kept everybody there. It was so hot that people were taking off their shirts and pouring water over themselves. And the scene is supposed to happen in the middle of winter an outdoor stadium. <laughs> and wow. But what happened wow. there were some people and I'm I'm looking around, you know, having done a bunch of work in LA and I was doing this thing and I'm walking around, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I got a better idea for casting. I'm going to go up to some people who have no idea what they're doing, who've never been next to a camera, let alone in front of one, and we're gonna make this T V show about them and their exploits through the film and T V business and how they make it. But they, wow. and they truly have never done this before in the real world. In the real world, they've never done it. So what better – how do you pick better actors to play the parts of people who are just getting to acting than people who have really never gotten acting? Bingo. Yeah. So, wow. So, so, For so sure. I put a crew together. Right. It took a long time. We had the whole 10th floor, and we created this big uh, uh, entertainment agency called uh, – I think it was called Big Acting Agency um, with offices all over the world. Um, and um, – we had had this website, and it was a real world acting agency that we created to act as a portal between people watching the show and the show itself. So you can actually submit yourself to be a background actor on the show or to be in the show. But even the show, it's not reality. There's a script and cast and the whole thing, but it was like based on the real world. And and I had this part where I played a guy named Steve, and I'm like I had a little more acting experience than a lot of people. And my girlfriend, my living girlfriend, was a girl named Lisa who was very artsy, and she was a manager at Chickies and Pete's. And a lot of this takes place at Chickies and Pete's, mm-hmm. like Cheers, right? When we did the breakdown, we did the breakdown. Chickies and Pete's, folks, is a great big sports bar. It's a chain now outside of Philadelphia, very, very well-known yeah. in, in Philly. So, we so may have gotten Nick was, in there underage, just by the way. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, so Chickies and Pete's. And, and wow. Nick, Nick and, and Pete Chiracco, who's great, he's the owner, and he catered our, our sets even when we weren't there. They sent a Chickies and Pete's truck, they fed us, and the whole thing, they're great. But anyway, um, this is kind of cool. We put the breakdowns, and folks, what a breakdown is is when you put the uh, you put the script. You know, the, here's the here we need these actors to play these parts, and actors look at the breakdowns. And say, oh, I want to audition for that. That's what a breakdown is. So we had to find Lisa. So imagine this: we're doing a show, a, a, a TV show about the acting world. Only in the acting world would I have 195 women that want to live with me. 
You've never met me. <laughs> oh, oh, my. And I'm thinking, Hollywood. And I'm a married guy, and I, I you know, and I get all the, the, the pictures and all, you know, you submit on Actors Access and all this, and you get the pictures and the bios, and I'm, I'm talking to my, I'm telling my wife, I think we make a cute couple. He said, what do you think of us? I'm like, we're good here. And <laughs> she, she's really She's cute. a saint, clearly. <laughs> But mm. but it's a whole the whole world and, and we're not finished with this yet. We're going to come back into Philly and do some more. I'm not sure when. A COVID put a huge, of course, stop to everything. But uh, mm-hmm. but we're we're going to be doing more and coming back into Philly and doing some more things in there down the road toward the show casting. So maybe we'll we'll talk and even get you and your wow. you know some other folks involved in this thing and see what happens. But it's a cool concept. Yeah, yeah. let us know. Yeah, yeah no, let definitely. us know when you're back definitely. on our coast for sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, right. Um, I have I have on the agenda uh, Super Bowl Eagles. You guys are from Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sore <clears throat> subject. Nick's a giant fan. <laughs> we beat you twice. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not going to talk about yeah, man. Uh, uh, I'm a diehard Eagles fan, so we can talk to you. I'm a Philadelphia. <laughs> Definitely. I'm Philly. This, this, so this is a. This is a. We are we are in 23 countries around the world listening to us. Um, all over the globe, and people are hearing the podcast of our show after we do the live show. Um, and the podcast has actually become more popular than the live show because there are not a whole lot of people who tune into the internet to find talk shows. There are a lot of people out there. We have a good good base, but the the podcast is 189,000 listeners or something like that. I forget going on those more wow. about that than I do. Wow! But, um, yeah, it's a good number. Yeah, it's a good number, but the. Um, so for those of you around the world, a lot, a lot of places, football is in U.S. soccer, where we have the NFL and football is, is not soccer. Um, we have the formal coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, Andy Reid, who's with Philadelphia for 14 years, who's now with the Kansas City Chiefs, where he's been for 10 years, going against his former team, the Eagles. It's going to be quite a matchup. It's going to be. Hey, yeah. Nick, who do you like? Uh, what, for that, for that matchup? <laughs> <laughs> for on, that man. for that matchup, I don't know. I listen. I'm a Dave. I'm a Giants fan. It's almost it's almost like I have to say the Chiefs. But I mean, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I in truth, I mean, I used to play a I used to play a lot of sports when I was younger, and I watched it a lot. But um, I haven't since starting acting. I was I was a baseball player. I was ready to go to college play baseball. So I don't know. Oh, I mean, wow. there's little sports in me. Yeah, it was it was a major left turn into acting. But I don't know. Um. I don't know. I should I should just say the Eagles, just so I don't get yelled at afterwards. But, you know what? Let's just, let's just yeah, say the smart. Eagles. See, you yeah, go Eagles. I give him a hard time. He knows. He knows. Yeah. yeah. So. Don, who do you like? Uh, Don, who do you like? Don't ask me. Show? Ask China that question. <laughs> I think America, America, we're bird fans. I mean, everyone loves a good underdog story. We can't help it if we're number yeah, my, one. My, I mean, this year, it's not usually the case. Any, You've got a, a, a – I just think the Eagles have, have – go ahead, Cornell, I'm sorry. Anybody have any, any Eagles parties in Philadelphia? I might, you know, jump in. <laughs> ha, I know. I'd be I would, crashing them. I, <laughs> yeah. It changes things. With two little kids, we keep trying to figure out where we have been invited to a couple little, you know, get-togethers, but it's mostly what do we do with the kids? So nothing uh, crazy, nothing crazy. I'd love to be in Arizona, to be honest. I I told my husband I'm we're going not to have be. Our ten, or, are you? 
Oh my yep. god! I'll be in Phoenix. Yeah, oh I'll be in Phoenix. Are you going to the actual game? No, no, uh, <laughs> no. But but um, I'll be there. I'm going to go to the Philly. I've already got a listing of where the Philly bars. I'm going to go. I think Thursday or Friday and start hanging out with all the Philly bars and all that kind of stuff. You know, and just kind of being part god, of that. God, I'm so. You know. I'm yeah. so jealous. I begged my husband. I, we're having our 10-year wedding anniversary this year, and I was like, please. Good for you. He's like, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? I was like, I want to go to the Super Bowl. Okay, that's what I want to do. I wasn't invited to that party, by the way. I mean, that was, I didn't get that invite <laughs> to that anniversary party. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why uh, my on-screen yeah, husband, that's why. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I think that the, uh, the my, my take is the Eagles have so much depth. There's so many ways they can score that any defense, obviously that's why they got to where they got to, any defense is going to have a very, very difficult time uh, taming them. You know, um, I mean, they can For be sure. beat, obviously. They can be beat. Um, and sometimes, yeah. you know, even the games they lost, a couple of three they lost, uh, I scratched my head and wondered where the defense was. And, and that's, sure. those are the films that Andy Reid's looking at, you know, where, where is that defense? And I think um, – but I think, you know, they, they're phenomenally the best, second-best defense in the NFL. Uh, they beat the 49ers. Everybody thought that was right, going to be a tough game. Right, we beat the best defense. Well, I know. We beat the best people, defense People are saying, NFL, well, right? what a great – yeah, what a great matchup, 49ers-Eagles. Man, I think it's going to be great. We destroyed the 49ers. I mean, absolutely yeah, destroyed right, them. Yeah. And yeah. I, think, uh, I think we have the ability, I think the Eagles have the ability to, to, to really uh, command the Super Bowl. And, and my prediction is going to be like a 34-28 to 28 or 34-24 game mm-hmm. Eagles win. And, I love um, that. Uh, you know, right around there, you know, right around there, you know, in the 30s to the mid-20s, right right in that vicinity, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. I could, um, well, it's definitely going to be close, but I think what's going to be great is if and when we win this one, we will have beaten two of the greatest of all time. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is for sure going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, yeah. so if we beat yeah. him and Tom Brady as our two Super Bowls, like, come on, it, you can't say that yeah. we were handed the Super Bowl. I mean, he's injured. But he has two weeks to heal that ankle, so he is going to be in yeah. top shape. He yeah, he's an amazing quarterback. He's mobile. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and Hurts, you know, he wasn't a hundred percent either. And he's such a mobile quarterback. There's just so many ways. I love that the Kelsey brothers will be facing off against each other. I think that is yes. so cute. They yes. they put out a saying that their mom can't lose because one of their boys, one of her boys, is going right. in the Super Bowl. So I thought that was so cute. And yeah, I just think you know an old co- an old coach coming back to face his former team. It's just like so nostalgic. It's going to be great, and I think cool. Eagles are going to take it at, by just a couple, maybe maybe three points. And the interesting thing was, the Andy Reid, now coach of the Chiefs, the last ten years, fired the Eagles coach Nick Sirianni. I know, I heard that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Karma. Nick was the Karma coach coming of the back. Chiefs. And you yeah. got to remember this too that. Uh, uh, Teddy Pendergrass, not Teddy Pendergrass. He was a musician, Teddy, wasn't he? Oh, <laughs> who's the, who, <laughs> the, the former Eagles coach, Teddy, Teddy Pendergrass? Yeah, you was the guy? Who was the guy who took like, the Eagles what? to the Super Bowl? What? <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass. Doug Peterson. Um, Doug, Doug Peterson. Yes, Peterson. Peterson. He he used to play. He was under Andy Reid as well at the Chiefs. <laughs> He was his so, and he—I don't know if he was his quarterback, but he also was the quarterback um, for the Eagles. For the Eagles, back in the day, Doug yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so it's kind of yeah. interesting how this whole thing is the nebula of, of all this. It's just kind of really, you know, it'd be an interesting game. And we'll talk more hey, about hey. it on uh, on Friday's hey, show. We'll do our, our Super Bowl preview. Yeah, hopefully Teddy Pettigrew can get a text on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who are we talking about? Like, I thought I knew. So I used to do a sports podcast. The brand name is Broad Street Best because the Broad Street bullies and because all of our stadiums are on Broad Street and the alliteration wow. of Broad Street and Best. So I used to do like court writing and reporting and all that kind of stuff. So sports used to be my life and um, now acting is. So it's funny, but I, I like to dip in. And when, when Philly's doing well, I get back into it, but I kind of got out for a while too. But it's that exciting. That is so cool. But you you, you actually got to, stand yeah. on the, you got to stand on the sidelines, right? You were on the sidelines of Eagles games, Oh, I right? did, yes. Yes. Yeah, what I was that like? What was that like? Eagles. Oh my God! That was, was that until like? Ages Love came along. That was, and my kids, of course. That was yeah. my like the best thing that's like dream come true. My first ever dream come true. My, I went to school for broadcasting, and literally my dream was to be an Eagle sideline reporter. So I God. submitted a, a one minute video, and almost a thousand other people did too. They said we picked you out of like over nine hundred and some tapes that we saw, and um, I won. And and I got to be I got to go with the team to New York. It was like it's such an experience I can't even tell you. And then I did the promos for like the following contest. And then the people that ran it um, actually went to the Chiefs ironically, and then started the contest down with the Chiefs. So it's a lot of uh, friends of mine now work for the Chiefs that did the the contest back to the Eagles. So wow, uh, uh, I remember yeah, I was going to mention you. You also you also had a uh, a gig with QVC Television, correct? I do. Yeah, I'm a guest on there actually. Currently. You know, uh, you know somebody named Holly Love who's also a guest. Holly Love. She does the uh, travel on the travel on bags. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. I'm like trying to. Holly and I go way back. As a matter of fact, I introduced her to QVC. I was on QVC. Uh, I was I I was the music. I I was the music on a show called Jamming in the Kitchen with a guy named Steve Bryant, who at the time did just about all the shows. Um, and I played music to a half a million people every Wednesday night primetime. And um, so I was a QVC, yeah, for, for a while. And, uh, and it really did amazing things for my music career. I mean, you know, just incredible. Uh, because even, I remember one time Steve uh, called me up on a Sunday and he asked if I could, and I'm, you know, I'm starting my music career. I'm starting to play with the clubs in the village of New York and the bottom line, the, the electric factory and all that and Philadelphia. And, um, uh, I remember I played all the Philly, the Philly Folk Festival and all of the venues there. And uh, so uh, Steve called me up and he said, um, hey, can you check your stats on your internet, on your website? And I'm like, I think I can. I remember how to do that. And he said, do me a favor, check it for me and call me back. And this is on a Sunday and I played every Wednesday night. So I checked and my, it was through the roof. I mean, thousands, thousands and thousands of hits on Saturday. And I called him back. I said, what, how'd you do that? He said, we were talking about that we had this computer that we're, we're marketing, uh, a laptop, and we wanted to show the connectivity and the bandwidth and music. So I said, why don't we go to our house musician, Andy Kimball. Let's go to his site, play some of his music and see how it – and, uh, yeah, and, and QVC was very – between QVC and WXPN in Philadelphia uh, were uh, instrumental, no pun intended, in my music career. Uh, really made it happen. <laughs> That's a, yeah. I, I always say the, view, the viewership is – like unbelievable um, for QVC. So that's amazing. Um, I used to work yeah. behind the scenes there and give studio tours. And I can tell you that people used to come from all over the country on buses, literally busloads of people 
to come and store the, to, and tour the studio. And I like to watch their favorite home shopping show. I was like, this is insane, but it's literally like a cult following. And it was really cool to see. And now to be a guest on the other side of things is really awesome. But it is, it's like, it definitely has a very strong following. So it's, it's very cool to be a part of The director of marketing for QVC is the husband of a singer songwriter, a good friend of mine, Megan Carey. His name's Peter. Um, He's a marketing director. I don't know if you know him or not. He's in advertising, marketing, whatever. But anyway, uh, and, and QVC, folks, is the former home of what was Commodore Computers. Did you know that? The QVC actually took over Commodore Computers real estate when Commodore went out of business? I did not know and, uh, that. And I should because yeah, I golf- used to give tours, so I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Q- QVC was uh, – is located where the original Commodore, remember the Commodore 64 back in the 80s and all that? Uh, Commodore computers. Yeah. QVCs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is, wow. that's a whole city. And that's it. I, I, after I was on there, I played every Wednesday night. I played piano and guitar. And uh, and Steve would begin, we'd be, he, uh, Steve played harmonica, and I was there playing guitar usually. And uh, we were, the whole show began with us jamming together. The show's called Jam in the Kitchen. Then he'd go into the next room where this great big table with all the food and everything was set up. And by the way, folks, the food's real, they, and they really do cook it there. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, their chefs uh, are amazing. We used to amazing. Get came <laughs> yeah. And, and what yeah. they didn't tell me, my first gig on the show was that I was also the taste tester. And I remember they made mm. brownies, and the director standing next to me off camera with the brownie. And I, I had no idea why she's standing there with a the brownie, but like he looks like he's going to give it to me, and he did, and uh, kind of shoved it in my mouth. And Steve goes, uh, and Andy's our, he's also our official taste tester, folks, and I'm munching the brownie. Andy, what do you think of that brownie? I'm going, mmm, The brownie's falling out of my mouth. I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's delicious. Oh, yes. Yeah, so can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> wow. You too. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yo, dude. Oh, what's nice, man? And I really appreciate yep. you guys on the Andy and Amanda show. I truly appreciate you guys. Seriously. It's great yeah, having you on. Again, we're talking, we're talking about the movie, folks, called Ageless Love. Ageless Love. It's a phenomenal story. Again, if you're joining us late, it's about a, a love affair between a 30-some-year-old woman and a 20-year-old, 20-some-year-old uh, man <laughs> and uh, what goes on with their lives and their families and the whole thing. And, the, and she's got five kids, and it's just an amazing story. You can catch the trailer if you go Ageless Love and go see, go download the movie or get the DVD or maybe hop on a plane. You'll see it playing. But anyway, um, great story, true story. Great actors, and we're uh, really uh, pleased to have them both join us on our show today. Petey just said, um, "Have a great show, Petey." Um, sorry, Petey. Uh, oh, so Post Iglion. Post Iglion. Yes. They have Bless a, have you. Have a great time. What's up, Pete? He's <laughs> such a great guy, Pete. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. he's fantastic. Yeah, he's so been uh, been on the show. It's great, great. And again, it's great to see all this talent coming out of Philadelphia and everything that's going on there. These these movies, these TV shows, are just uh, really great. Is Diane uh, Diane Heary still doing casting for a lot of the productions that come to town? Diane Heary. Yeah, she's the main. Yeah. Yep, she's the main casting um, agent for uh, Philly, New York, kind of that whole this Northeast um, region, did, pretty did much. Either yeah. one of you know Rodney Robb of the Actors Center, Rodney Robb. The actor center. Mm, I don't. Piece? Do you, Nick? No, no I, I don't. Not all, no. 
Mm-hmm. Rod, Rodney, uh, Rodney, Edie, Edie Rob is a very, very well-known uh, talent rep. Or she represents like the lead of uh, a lot of Broadway plays, the lead of uh, Hamilton and um, oh, wow. uh, the cast, a lot of cast of Grey's Anatomy and so forth. That's Edie Rob. I mean, the folks that she represents are, are making significant incomes, needless to say. And her husband, Rodney, had an incredibly successful acting school in Philadelphia and is responsible for John Gallagher, Aubrey Plazians, and Plazians, so many more. And mm. uh, I get to know Rodney. As a matter of fact, he got me into the acting side of the biz. And he's uh, 93, I think, 94. He moved. They moved to L.A. Their son, um, Artie Rob, was in the original Christmas story. He played Schultz, who said, uh, I double-dug the area, I triple-dug the area from the Christmas story. Oh, story. yeah. Yeah, that's that. He was he was also in the movie, um, in the movie. Excuse me, the play Les Mis in New York as a kid. Oh, um, my favorite. And who did he play? Yeah, he was, he was a he was a kid. He played Gavanchi or something like that. Gavanchi. Oh, Gavroche, Gavroche. Yes. Yeah, yes. My yes. That's amazing. Yes. Okay. Yes. So wow. he's out here now. I got, I'm still friends with him, and he they run a. Uh, a, a management firm and a they produce uh, pilots uh, called Station Three here in LA, and uh, and uh, Artie just recently got a show picked up by ABC and they're up in Vancouver shooting that now, which is great to see. Um, but anyway, it's a great business and That's it's awesome. great to have folks in the in the business um, joining us to give us some behind the scenes and what goes on and how do you do it and how it's done and love having those conversations. It's something we've been spending a lot of time on in our three years here on the Andy and Amanda show, and. Um, I guess we got to go. Um, gosh, they're, you know, flags are, lights are lights are blinking off and on. I'm like, no, yeah. we're just keep talking. You, know, you have to kick us off. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> yeah, no, really, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate this, truly. Real yeah, quick, any do you, have, do you guys have things coming up that we should know about at this point, or or is it? Uh, um, oh my goodness. Um, I have, I'm shooting a film right now on actually it's being shot on 16 millimeter film. Um, it's, mm. it's going to be, it's going to come out of New York. Um, it's going to, it's going to go the festival route. It's going to just be sent to all the festivals. Um, I'm about, I'm about mm. two weeks into that. Um, we're probably three months away from completing that. Um, and then that's it. That's really it for me, I think. Oh, and I mean, I write as well, but that's, that's kind of a, that's a secret that's going to be exposed, even though it just was. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see where that leads. But um, that's really it for me. So. Yeah, and you have other people in game day. He's had a, a couple of Oh, that, I mean, well, um, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good for you. No, no. Good for you. Thank you. And, and no, Beth, I, how about I you? Have, I have Kingdom Rain coming out. That's another Joshua Coates film. He filmed that right after Ageless Love. Um, that should be coming mm-hmm. out this summer. Um a, a similar premiere, totally different story, not a true story, but, you know, more of an action film. And um, a couple other things that we shot along the way. I have a couple um, films coming out this year, so we'll we'll see. Um, but, yeah, other than that, working on QVC, being a mom, mm-hmm. and uh, just keeping the grind going, basically. Trying to, uh, when, when can oh. one find you in QVC? You, you you represent a product on QVC, right? A particular brand? I do. Or... I'm a, I'm, yes, I am branded with um, Dr. Scholl Shoes is my brand. So whenever oh, wow. you see yeah. those shoes on, that's when you'll see me. <laughs> wow. Well, great, great, great. That's Very a great gig. That's a great, great gig. Yeah. 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 Terrific. Well, listen, I wish you all the very best of continued success. And um, 
Uh, we look forward to having you as as you get projects underway and do more. Please uh, stay in touch with Cornell, and we'll bring you back on. And love to have continued conversations. Why, why they gotta stay in touch with me? Well, who's me? I'm nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much. Oh, and oh, and Nick and I did one other film together. We didn't say that, Nick. We have a short film coming out, hopefully soon. Oh, that's Trinity. right. Trinity. What? He and Trinity. I are the leads yeah. again. Yeah, we're the leads again yeah, in that, a... and but totally different parts. But um, definitely more not sci-fi. Like it's a, it's a sci-fi pitch. Yeah. Um, done well. Like wow. Enemies. And yeah, that should yeah. hit the festival circuit. The, the screenplay itself won all kinds of awards already. That's like written and directed by Manny Murda. He's um, he actually plays yeah. my father in Ageless Love. So yeah, it's kind of keeping it yeah, all yeah. in the family, basically. Yeah. So. Wow, wow, man! You know, we were talking about you know all in the family. Got to, I'm still still one of my faves um, from the 70s. I guess that was the the. Uh, the oh you know what I just saw I was thinking you know I haven't been in the movies myself in over ten years I I don't go you know I just haven't gone to movies I don't even remember what it's like to go to the movies I think the last film I saw was uh, 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 Gone with the Wind no I've been in the movies since then um, no let me think here <laughs> I don't remember the last movie I saw but I saw a play in London I just got back from London and uh, I saw mm. the play adaptation um, of the film Dirty Dancing. And wow. It was incredible. Wow. It was so wow. Good. Was so, that amazing? That must have been beautiful. Oh, so, so, so um, and the the guy who played uh, Johnny and the girl who played Baby, you know, the main characters, they are actually a couple. So the chemistry mm. on stage was like incredible. It was so, so good. And, and theater in London, folks, and I know we have an audience in London, that's from Amanda's backyard. Um, kudos to you. Just amazing theater. Woohoo! Amazing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It's it's incredible there. It's like um, you know New York is New York, but London is very very special. It's a great great avenue. Great great things happening here all the time. Anyway, that's amazing. Um, we'll see you guys here again soon. Uh, we'll be back on. Oh my God, we're back tomorrow. Aren't we? Are we are we back tomorrow? Oh, the schedule's all messed up. I think are we Friday or tomorrow? What are we doing, Cornell? When are we here again? Um, we partying. <laughs> Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, what's on the schedule? Party. <laughs> um, what are we doing? Friday is vodka Friday, right? Super Bowl yes, party it's Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yes. And I think I think I'll be live in Phoenix on Friday. Uh, Cornell will be live in Phoenix uh, on, on Friday. Definitely for Super Bowl on preview. Friday, right? Andy and Amanda. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll 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 be back tomorrow. It looks like tomorrow, and then Friday is live Super Bowl. I'll be in, uh, broadcasting no, from Phoenix, Thursday. Arizona. Tomorrow's Thursday. Hey, what? Tomorrow. No, tomorrow's, tomorrow's Wednesday. Wednesday. Right? Oh Thursday? my gosh! My, my time. Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the place. Our days of the I'm week. I'm doing so. too much. <laughs> Oh, there's one thing I gotta do. There's one thing I gotta do. Uh, I'm not gonna leave yet. Oh, guys, you gotta hang in to stay in this because it's ready. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play it tomorrow too, whatever. But this is ready, and I can't wait to hear it myself because if, unless they get cut off, if they if they cut us off, then they cut us off. But we're gonna try to listen to this because I have here. Oh, where'd it go? They just sent it to me. I lost it. Darn. Wait a minute. Um, I have. I don't know if you heard. If you guys were on yet, we were talking about the remake. Of um, a few good men. Yeah, I heard briefly. The, I heard you guys talking about it briefly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there. And uh, what happened was they um, tried to get Jack Nicholson to. Uh, well, they had to get somebody to do what Jack Nicholson did with that with that part, um, and it didn't quite work the way they had planned. 
So maybe we'll play it tomorrow. I guess we got it. We're running late here. But anyway, uh, I have a clip from from that from Trump and uh, Tom Cruise doing a few good men. I just don't know. Um, that oh might take too long. That's, yes, it's pretty. Uh, let me see if I can grab it and put it in here. If they don't, if they're giving give me the time slot to do that. Uh, give me, bear with me here, folks. Anyway, how's the weather back in Philly? Uh, cold. It's February. You know, yeah. Not, not anything. Uh, <laughs> right? It's yes, gloomy. It Today wasn't, you know. <laughs> in, in L.A., in L.A., it's probably 65, 68, you know, sunny. I'm looking at palm Beautiful. trees. And, uh, <laughs> rub it in even more. Go rub ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> there you go, Beth. Oh, rub it in. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Every day, we did have a, a brief period of rain. It was a mess. It was a, it wasn't rain. It was monsoon, uh, which we desperately needed actually. But it was really it was a, it was an absolute disaster for about five days of just pouring, pouring rain. And I, and you really you know when it's sunny and blue every single day for months on end, when you hear the pitter patter of the rain you know rain on your roof, it's it's very you know I like it. You know a cup of coffee. It's Cloudy, yeah, cooler, and rain. You know, coral with the perfect writing day. That's an atmosphere for perfect. writers, man. Let me tell you. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so you, you, but then when it happens, there's a monsoon. It's no longer pitter patter. It's more like, it's like the Wizard of Oz without the hurricane, without the tornado. There, you know what I mean? Um, it's it was a mess. And I think we made national news. I think we were on national news. It was so bad. Oh, but wow. anyway, um, wow. So, Yikes. Um, I'm trying to get the load down here on a few good men. If that is ready to go or not, I'm getting mixed signals here. So it is ready or it's not ready. Here we go. Uh, we're going to do it. Here we go. Here's, here, here we go. Here's Donald Trump playing Colonel Jessup in a few good men here on the Andy Demand Show. Colonel, the 6 a.m. flight was the first one off the base. Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment. There wasn't a flight that left seven hours earlier and landed at Andrews Air Force Base at 2 a.m. I was... Asking that question. Guantanamo log lists no flight that left at 11 p.m. and the Andrews log lists no flight that landed at 2 a.m. I'd like to admit them as defense exhibits Alpha and Bravo. Now I know the answer to that question. Lieutenant, I think we've covered this, haven't we? Anyone in my position not taking the Fifth Amendment would be a fool. A moment ago, you said that you ordered Lieutenant Kendrick to tell his men that Santiago wasn't to be touched. I don't know what I did wrong, but uh, the answer is yes. And Lieutenant Kendrick was clear on what you wanted? Fifth Amendment. Any chance Lieutenant Kendrick ignored the order? When your family, your company, and all the people in your orbit have become the targets of an unfounded, politically motivated witch hunt, supported by lawyers, prosecutors, and even the fake news media, you really have no choice. Any chance Lieutenant Kendrick left your office and said, the old man is wrong? An absolute fool. When Lieutenant Kendrick spoke to the platoon and ordered them not to touch Santiago, any chance they ignored him? We're not allowed to talk about this. Colonel, I have just one more question before I call Airman O'Malley and Airman Rodriguez. If you gave an order that Santiago wasn't to be touched, and your orders are always followed, then why would Santiago be in danger? Why would it be necessary to transfer him off the base? under the advice of my counsel and for all of the above reasons I respectfully decline to answer the questions under the rights and privileges afforded to every citizen under the United States 
Constitution. This will be my answer to any further questions. Santiago shouldn't have been in any danger at all, should he have, Colonel? Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment. Lieutenant Kendrick ordered the code red, didn't he? Because that's what you told Lieutenant Kendrick to do. I declined to answer the question. Colonel Jackson, did you order the code red? The mob takes the fifth. To be continued. I think that was great. <laughs> I think that was excellent. There's more. Together, man. That's the teaser. There's more. It continues, but oh, we'll uh, we'll fun. call it there because in the interest of time. We'll, we'll, but uh, hey, we'll do it on vodka um, vodka Friday. <laughs> we'll do it on vodka Friday. We'll do vodka Friday. Yes. Oh, nice. I'm in on that one. <laughs> yeah, join yeah, in. We, we all be we all be drunk. <laughs> that's hilarious. Only if I get yes. to come to Arizona. That's the that's the deal. Yeah, it's gonna be Definitely. nice. It's gonna be fun hanging around with Philly people and you know, there's some there's some Eagles bars here in LA and I've been to a few of them and it's great. I it, when I saw the Super Bowl fifty two, I guess it was, I went to a place in Highland Park, which is close to Pasadena near, near where I live. And um I went to it I mean it was just packed with two bars, uh an overflow bar and a main one that wasn't just Eagles fans, it was people from Philadelphia. I mean just packed. And you think you were in you think you were on Broad Street. I mean, it was just absolutely amazing singing "Fly Eagles Fly" and all the Eagles. It was just wow. so great. It was great. I felt like uh, WIP was going to be broadcasting live from there or something like that. It was, it was incredible. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Aww. Yeah. All right. Time's yours. No, okay, anyway. No, it's good. Uh, it's so funny. That's what the contest was called that I won. It was called the Time's Yours Contest because Andy Reid was the coach at the time. So oh they did it for gosh. his – whenever he speaks to the press, he always says, time's yours. So that's what they called it. That's so funny you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Great minds think alike, I'll tell you. Well, listen, folks, mm-hmm. we're going to uh, call it call it a day, and we'll see you back, back here tomorrow. And then again on Friday, live from Phoenix, Friday covered in the Super Bowl on the Andy and Amanda show. And we have a lot of guests coming up and a lot of subjects we're going to be talking about and covering everything from – well, we'll just we'll leave it at that and just uh, ask everybody to continue listening and tuning in to the Andy and Amanda show and our number to join us anytime we're on live, which is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. For the most part, this is an exception at 3 p.m. Pacific time, which is at 6 o'clock over there in, uh, in the East Coast and 11 p.m. in the U.K. You can also email the show at andyandamandashow at gmail.com uh, and let us know what you think, and you can also request to get on the show Anywhere in the world, uh, that way we send you a link, and all you need is speakers or a headset and a microphone, and you can talk to us uh, from wherever you are situated on the planet Earth and beyond. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This has been so much fun with our special guests from the movie Ageless Love, uh, Beth, and uh, we'll have you back again. And Nick, I don't know. No, a rip. No, 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 <laughs> well, all the best, folks. We will. Uh, right. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Amanda. Is Amanda still here? <laughs> Amanda. <laughs> She's like, I hate. I hate football. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
I was great. <laughs> Amanda, Amanda did a uh, that was she, <laughs> Amanda said I quit. <laughs> yeah, she quit. Um, but anyway, <laughs> when I wanted you. To, <laughs> but anyway, I when I work on it. You know, okay, no, I'll find this one. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you all on, tomorrow on the Andy Demand Show. Thanks for joining us, folks. All the very, very best. Thanks for listening. You all take care. Bye bye now. Bye.